Welcome to the Eggcorn Podcast, where we make nonsense make sense. I'm Sammy Eastwood, armchair psychologist, resident know-it-all, and solid gold Luddite. And I'm Raymond Ahmed. Apparently, I'm a deep thinker, a hopeful nihilist, that's a funny oxymoron in case you didn't know, a professional wind-up merchant, and we hope you enjoy our show where we jabber about the hot-button social commentary nobody asked for. So if that sounds good to you, keep listening. We're only slightly terrible. Anyway, so, Sammy, this week I was reading an article about self-driving cars, and I got me thinking. There's a car that drives itself down the road to deliver, you know, DoorDash enchiladas to your house. Uh-huh. And on the way, a homeless man accidentally trips in front of the car. The car has, like, two options. It can hit the guy, you know, keep going forward, hit the guy, or it can turn. But there's an oncoming car that has, like, a family with, like, a baby, and it could hit them and kill all of them. So who does it kill? Interesting. Um, what what spurred this thought exactly? <laughs> uh, I told you this. There's uh, self-driving cars. You know they're becoming more prevalent, but nobody really talks about like the moral implication of what can happen with self-driving cars. Right. So if they do get in that situation, what happens? So what you're talking about do basically kill... is the trolley problem, about the ethics sure. about self-driving cars and what they're gonna make what kind of decision they're going to make in that situation all right so for the majority of people who don't know what the trolley problem is sammy you probably have to explain that <laughs> okay i'm not being insulting to people <laughs> i'm just being honest okay so the trolley problem for people who aren't aware and haven't seen the good place um this is a philosophical and ethical quandary that was made up by philippa foot in 1967 i think it was and basically the premise is there is a trolley moving down a track and on the track there are five people working the trolley can't stop or alert the people but it can divert the only problem is the trolley if it diverts will hit another person and kill them instead so the moral quandary is, does the trolley conductor keep going and kill the five people or does it divert and kill just one person? And the sort of prevailing sense of that is that you would divert the trolley because five is greater than one. What do you pick? Well, there's a lot of, you know, different facets to that because yes, five is more than one is kind of in a straightforward way, the right answer, but it depends who the people are because it could be like five escaped convicts who are all murderers and rapists and then one priest who just happens to be on the tracks or it could be you know it, there's loads of different reasons why it could be the five is worse than the one or the one is worse than the five so it's you need more information really well, well first and foremost in your example a priest can be very bad considering you know the last decade <laughs> of priests well exactly so, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So we don't know. <laughs> so, so I guess how do you how do you know? I mean, do you, it's like in a half second. Should you even judge people in that way? Like, who has the authority to decide someone is good or bad depending on like their life choices? Sure, we all agree. Like somebody who commits murder is evil, but like he's a convict. What if he's a drug addict? And then there's another guy who's a drug dealer. Who's the bad guy in that situation? Well, the the drug dealer because they're willingly doing hurt to people aren't they <laughs> what, if what if they're doing it to pay for like their family because their family's like in trouble you know you don't know their circumstances but that's why there's so much gray to area somebody. to it isn't there well yeah that's the thing so I, I don't think you can just easily point at a group of people and be like oh they're bad or good 
without all that context. So I I don't think you could take that approach where it's like, oh, these guys are good or these guys are bad. Mm. But then then you have to pick one, you know? So which one do you pick? Again, I I ask for more information. (laughs) I'm that guy. I'm the stickler. (laughs) Well, it's, it's a... It's inevitable, right? Because this is going to happen. Self-driving cars are eventually going to take place. But why do you like think 10, that, 15, though? Because, I mean, people would have thought that, like, Google Glass would have been, you know, the next big thing. And then that, like, shat the bed massively. And there's been problems with yeah. the self-driving cars. So, like, who's, who's saying that they are actually definitely going to happen? But Google Glass was stupid and nobody really <laughs> needed it or wanted it. <laughs> like, who cares about Google Glass? Self-driving cars, look, nobody likes traffic. And it's cheaper eventually, and it's going to save time, it's going to make money, and it's going to create profit. So eventually someone's going to figure it out. Whether it's it's Elon Musk or somebody else, it's going to happen. I mean, it's inevitable. I mean, they're already doing it, you know? If Apple's investing in it, Google's investing in it, Tesla's investing in it, like all these other companies are investing in it, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Google Glass was like, one company had this afterthought of the future that didn't really come to fruition you know mm. but you don't think it's inevitable i don't i mean i don't know i i don't want to speak the future like i think there's issues with self-driving cars and with ai in general that need to be addressed before anything like that goes ahead but you know i'm in the minority there being a luddite um so i, I doubt that will ever happen <laughs> but i mean like, i doubt any company will think of that consequence no they won't no much like social media doesn't care about the consequence of its own self uh well it's it's even hard to measure the like how do you even like think of every single thing that no there are a few things that you can sort of predict that could be consequences of a technology but people don't really they don't they care more about the money than they do about the social impact it's it's like people who build houses you know these management companies who build houses and yeah great they're creating houses but they're also you know a lot of the time bodging things or you know taking the cheapest option things like that and then it's leaving a load of you know burden on people who are buying the houses who have bought those houses in good faith so it's kind of like that people think about profit more than they think about social impact so okay so okay so what would the social impact of self-driving cars be like what's the benefit what's the consequence so i mean obviously a good benefit as you talk about is like lower accidents and lower traffic because the cars are going to be talking to each other they're going to be diverting based on what routes are bad they're gonna um you know they're going to stop people drink driving things like that so like that's a major benefit obviously um and i guess faster travel again because the cars be talking to us like i I disagree with the fact that it'll be cheaper because I think that car companies will gouge people like they do with subscription services to like Adobe products. Like they will just gouge people because they oh, know yeah, there's no other option. That's, that's immediately going to happen. But you know, right now, how much does an average car cost? 20 grand? <laughs> yeah, but that's spread out, isn't it? I mean, unless you lease your car, which I think is crazy. But, you know, if you buy your car, then it you cut, you cut the cost of that is over a long period of time. Whereas if you're like leasing or, you know, in this instance, paying for self-driving or whatever it is subscription wise it's going to be probably very expensive is it really that much more expensive how much would you pay a month for like a self self-driving car subscription or whatever it would be well i mean i'd go for whatever's cheap but good so 
I doubt it would be. I don't think it'd be more expensive than buying a car mm. with all the repair, the maintenance. Wait until there's no option other than the self-driving cars and then see what the companies do. They will be gouging people. They will be taking as much money as they possibly can because that is how businesses work. I still think it will be cheaper than buying an actual car. I don't know. But you can buy secondhand cars for like two grand and they'll last you like 10 years. I Two grand is low. There's a lot of repair and maintenance costs. You, have to you say that. My car oil. is worth two grand at this point because it's like a 2008 car and it is going like the clappers. It is awesome. It costs me no money whatsoever. If you buy secondhand cars... How much money? How much money have you spent in it in the last decade? Well, I haven't had it for a decade. I've had it since 2016, I want to say. But my mum had it before that, so it's her car. <laughs> but... All right, so I spend probably like whatever my insurance is, but I'd have to buy insurance anyway, so that doesn't really count. And then I probably spend about repaired. like maybe two hundred pound a year on it, which is including a service and my MOT. But you have to also consider gas. Yeah, but I don't you I don't spend that much money on fuel because I don't drive a lot of places, and my my commute to work isn't that like because my cars are an, an urban driving car, so like it doesn't cost that much fuel to run it in urban areas all right so we'll leave the cost at a question mark because there's no way of knowing that until it happens mm -hmm. but uh, it the speed of it is indisputable right you wouldn't disagree with that like it would be quicker to have well you don't again you don't know because it might encourage more people to drive and it would also mean that people with a lower driving age could drive probably so well, that on per capita would probably mean there's more cars on the road, isn't there? Because people are still going to have their own cars. So if you've got a car situation where people are, you know, there's, they don't really have to have any skill or like competency to drive a car, then what would stop everyone and their dog having a car? Money. Well, you say that, but according to you, they're not going to be that expensive. So I was envisioning like 30 years from now when all cars are self-driving, mm -hmm. you wouldn't need to buy a car. Like, it'd be like an Uber model where you pay, I'm going to use 500 miles, and a car comes, picks you up, and takes you where you need to go. Yeah, but a lot of people cheaper. don't like that because they can't leave stuff in the car. They have to think about their stuff all the time. What if there's, like, loads of times where... I mean, I live in a city where there's not enough taxi drivers, and so when you go out on an evening, it's actually really difficult to get a taxi. And so, like, what if the situation's like that? What if there's not enough cars? What if there's high demand and not enough vehicles? Because, like, if you're living in an area where there's not many there's not, you know, as good of a service because it's like rural, then people are going to be fighting for resource trying to get places and it's not going to be convenient. And like one of the main factors in people having their own vehicles and not using, say, public transport is because of convenience and cost. Then it might be a blend of both. That might be one option for like the cheaper people mm. who only want to spend like a hundred bucks to get a certain amount of miles versus buying in a whole car they may or may not use. Yeah. I don't know. Again, that's all unknown. I think it will be faster. I think there will be less accidents. And uh, you'll also be more productive because when it's automatically driving, mm -hmm. you can do whatever you want. You could read a book. That's true. You could do any other illicit activity you want to do. That is true. There's a lot. What are the. Okay, so the benefits, the ones we can definitively say is that it will be most likely faster, it'll be most likely have less accidents. Would you agree that it would have less deaths per capita? Well, again, that's something you can't really predict, is it? Because if you're going back to the trolley problem, who knows? Well, that's that's assuming that these cars are in situations <laughs> where we're going to end up hitting people all the time. I mean, 
if that's happening, that's a separate issue. People need and to stop drunk. You are putting drunk. a lot of faith in a piece of machinery. Like we've, there's been instances where people have put way too much faith in in machinery, and then the machinery's failed, and nobody's known how to like you know run the machinery manually because they're just like oh we don't need that information anymore but it's like yes you do you do need that information because what happens if the thing fails people's car keys stop working and they suddenly can't use their car because you can't unlock the car with a key or you know the the signaling system of an airport goes down and nobody knows how to signal the planes down because nobody's been taught how to do that because they put too much faith in the plane systems that's a similar situation here what happens if the car fails what happens if the internet goes down or whatever system is running it goes down and then you're trapped in a car that you can't control well there's two things to that there will be technicians whose primary job it is to like repair, maintain these cars. Right, but that's going to happen in a split now. second situation where you're like aquaplaning or something or your car just like okay. disconnects from whatever. Yeah, then the car is obviously going to be designed if it aquaplanes, it's going to be able to respond to that situation. That's the whole point. Yeah, but what if the system goes down? It... What if it goes down? When in the history in the last 10 years has the internet gone down? Well, the internet hasn't gone down, but loads of systems go down all the time. Mobile systems go down all the time. Mobile systems go down just because like an event happened and everyone's using the phone. Like there's loads of instances where like mass technology goes down. Facebook and WhatsApp and everything went down recently. And they're sort of like systems that you would expect to be too big to fail. And yet it happens. Well, that's assuming that's assuming the AI lives in a network and it doesn't live in like the operating system and computer of the car. You know, it's gonna be in within the car. So only way it could break is if the car breaks. And if the car breaks, something else had happened probably leading up to that you know it's not like the computer system is going to glitch out immediately randomly i i doubt the ai would be like just in the car because how would it be it would need to pick up information all the time wouldn't it so it couldn't just be in the car well they'd be both it'd be in the car plus it'd communicate with people but it'd have like a feature if it if the internet network's down or whatever mm. it'd still be able to use the one in the car because i mean internet's not everywhere you know you walk going down a highway you might lose internet so it's gonna have to be in the car Plus, there'll probably be a manual override at some point. But not if it's people who are drunk or people who are too young to drive or they haven't kept up their driving training because they don't drive. What would be what would be the impetus to learn how to drive properly if you are going to be using self-driving all the time? Because I'm sure that a lot of people will just use self-driving. Should somebody who has an automatic car learn how to drive? I think it depends on how many people would die from automatic cars and how if like efficiently it works mm. I mean because you trust a pilot right like you trust a plane yeah that's true but there, yeah sure there's a pilot there if something goes wrong but like how often does that happen yeah not very often but you still want somebody there so that we need the pilot there in case it does mm -hmm. so do we need to teach people how to drive in case on like the 0.01% chance it does uh, that's tricky I don't know See, I personally wouldn't like the idea of not being able to control my car manually, like, at all. I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like feeling like I was trapped in something that can do as as it wants okay. with me. You're in, like, you go to the airport, those bullet trains, they're already automatic. You trust those? Mm, I think that's more a case of, like, I don't really have any other option. Welcome to the future. <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. I don't think we're going to have those options. But is nobody worried about, you know, somebody hacking into their car and taking them somewhere they shouldn't take them? Like, I'd be worried about I think that. We're fighting, 
I think we're fighting in futility. That's what we should rename the podcast. All this is like <laughs> never going to be considered. No one is going to care. Because at the end of the day, a company's going to do it. It's going to make money. They're going to do it. And when somebody asks them this question, they're going to be like, it's fine. Okay. So let's go back to the initial so those are okay so question. That, those are the benefits well i was just going to say one of the major consequences is that the fact that a ai slash self-driving car may have to make an ethical choice and who's telling it what ethical choice to make because it's controlled by people giving it information so who's giving it the information and who gives them the right to tell what you know tell it what to to think or what to do because you know in a situation where we're valuing all people the same that's fine we do you know five versus one that's the better option but what if we're living in a society where everybody has kind of points values attributed to them say like a social merit system of some form is that fair is that an ideal situation where cars are going to be you know influencing a dystopian world well i wouldn't say it's dystopic i mean we have that now you could always be put in a situation where you have to decide if it hits a baby or it hits a different person, you know? Mm. And a person has that discretion to make that decision. And technically, they committed manslaughter. Yeah. But if a car does it, I think you have to do it uh, uh, quantitative, one versus five. Because if you start measuring people and deciding who's good, who's bad, who decides that, you'll never agree with it. In the history of the world, never have everybody agreed on what is right and wrong. I mean, we just had Roe v. Wade happen in the U.S., you know, like, that split the country. Mm. People can't agree on transgender rights. How are we going to agree on who is worthy of death? <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's just not, I don't think people are going to agree. And if they do, like, say a central government does do that, they decide to, like, qualify people. Wouldn't that be horrible in itself? That is the dystopic society. What, we're attributing value to people in different ways. But yeah, because, like, what is good, what is bad? Like, if somebody smokes a bunch of weed, is that a bad person? No, I wouldn't say so. Depends on the situation. But if you are, like, religious... Well, I mean, think, like, yes, you say that, but Rastafarians are pro-weed, so you can't say it's religious religious we, choice not to smoke weed. <laughs> there are certain... Okay, not all religions, obviously. Certain religions don't have that. There's certain religions that say you can't have sex outside of marriage. There's certain religions that say you can't drink. Certain religions say you can't smoke weed. Certain religions say you can't eat this way. Let's say like Iran decides to do that, and then anybody who eats pork is a bad person now, right? Mm -hmm. Do we agree with that? Well, again, we it depends. It's all relative. That? So like AIs would have different ethics based on which country they live in, wouldn't they? Which I guess is kind of what I already is, is it exists because different driving laws exist in different countries. Well, yeah, but there's no rule that says, ah, we should kill this person over this person in this situation explicitly. No. You know, there's no... So this is being explicit in that. This is codifying that morality, which I think is not good. That's just not going to be a good scenario. But it's something that needs to be discussed because it is more than likely something that is going to go across policymakers' minds of how do we decide in this situation. Well, I think it's cheaper to do it the quantitative way where it's just like, uh, fuck it, kill the one person over the five. Because you wouldn't have all this processing that needs to go in. You don't need to feed it a bunch of data and decide who's this person. Like, the, first of all, the computer has to know this person's coming. Or this is this homeless dude who jumps in front of the car. Then it has to analyze that data. Then it has to make a decision on that data. 
and has to do that within 10 seconds. Okay. You know. So let me let me float an idea. If a car has this, you know, codified uh, command Morality. that five is greater than one and say, you know, uh, it's driving down the road and somebody jaywalks, the car goes, <gasps> diverts, then it's gonna hit five people, diverts again, is then gonna hit someone else and it just keeps chaosing through the world. Like, when the fuck is that gonna happen? <laughs> it might, it's it might, stuff goes wrong all the time. That could be something that happens. Like it's being designed by people who are not infallible. Like they don't have the genius mind of knowing exactly the consequences of their actions. So what if that happens? And you're saying that a a self-driving car is gonna cause less death, but then this crazy car goes on a rampage because it's like trying to avoid killing everyone and it ends up killing loads of people. (laughs) You just don't know, man, you don't know. First of all, if if it, how would a car be in that scenario? That's ridiculous. Don't okay, I? a car is coming. It hits so it hits a car and that car ping pongs off it into the the ground. And they die. Then it hits another car and that car dies. Like well, eventually that car's gonna stop. <laughs> Do you think the car's just gonna be like, oh fuck it? You know, I killed five people already. Oh, you know, there's ten more. Just, ah, screw it. Let's kill all of them too. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. That's just a crazy scenario. I disagree with that scenario. Okay, fine. <laughs> You disagree with my hypothetical scenario. (laughs) It's one thing like if the car is running into like a crowded group of people, but why would a car do that? Well, maybe the, maybe a pigeon flies past it and scares it, or maybe like, not scares it, but like confuses the sensor, or maybe the sensor's dirty and it can't see all the people. It can only see one guy and it's like, well, that's only one guy. I'll run over the five people or vice versa. And it turns out it's 10 people. Oh my God. But why is a car driving down a road and why are there 10 people next to that road like a bunch of lunatics? They might be at a cafe, you Come don't know. People. They might be just chilling, eating, drink, you know, drinking their coffee, eating their croissants. And the car's like... Maybe build a wall on the road? I don't know. <laughs> that happens. You, Look, I mean, I like, think... that happens in the UK. We've got loads of cafes like that. Well, then that could happen now. What does this person do now? Like, if there's a, a kid in front of your car and there's a cafe to your right, what do you do? Well, you'd still, you know. But the whole point is... You're saying the self-driving cars would avoid that, but that's sounding like it wouldn't avoid that. It would do the same as people. So how how does the argument they, that self-driving cars are going to be less accident-prone? Well, okay, because everybody... Okay, how many people a year die because of drunk deaths? A lot. Drunk. Okay, so that is, what, cutting half? 140,000... Okay, that's across four years. Jesus. 380 deaths per day in the U.S., just in the U.S., from drunk driving, three hundred eighty. That's bananas. I, th- so I think that will be cut in half. So even if your crazy, ridiculous scenario happens <laughs> where a car ping pongs and kills fifteen people somehow, it's human pinball. It's still, I still think it's net positive. But you don't know. You don't know because you haven't seen it yet. There could be so many weird problems with these cars, and we're just like putting our trust in them. You know, I'm not saying that they definitely will be evil and do all this stuff, but we don't know. We don't know. And we're rolling out this technology like it's like the best thing in the world. And I don't think we're properly weighing the consequences of what this could mean. You could say the same thing about airplanes then. We didn't really think about it before we made autopilot. No, that's true. But that works. Sure, there's less chance of accident in, in the air, but we trust that. So how is this any different? Yeah, I suppose. I suppose that's true. Plus, most trains, I don't think, have a 
like a whatever those people are called a conductor <laughs> conductor i think they do just for anybody listening they do have train drivers pumps. yeah but not like bullet trains and stuff I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we have bullet trains in the UK, but um, I mean, like our underground trains definitely have drivers because I think they need them there for some reason. Like, I think they have to like drive based on certain conditions or like, I don't know, something like that. There's there's definitely a need for train drivers. I think there was a whole thing with like Transport for London and all that where they were getting pissed off because like they were going to do self-driving trains. I'm just, I'm completely talking out of my ass here. I might be completely wrong. This is just something I vaguely remember hearing about. But like there is, and this this goes back to a consequence. If that is actually going to be putting people out of jobs, and I know that's like not going to be the case forever because eventually these jobs will die out. But in the in the very near future, it is going to be putting people out of work, and that's an issue as well. That is a huge issue, and my answer to them is, I'm sorry, but I think you're fucked. Because <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to do anything. I don't think anybody's going to care. It sounds terrible and pessimistic, but I doubt they'll do anything because they will lose their job truck drivers lose their job uber drivers they'll yeah. lose their job well, what are they gonna do it's just i don't know you can train them to go into a different field who's gonna take on that burden of training well who knows but there's gonna be in the future there's gonna be an exceptional need for engineers aren't there and like not everybody is you know temperamentally cut out for being an engineer so what do those people do there's going to be an absolute surplus of jobs that not everybody's going to be qualified to do or willing to do which we we already have that now there's a lot of tech jobs that people that like the tech industry is in dire need of coders engineers Mm. they don't have them and that's going to become an even worse problem isn't it because those are the kinds of people that we're going to be trying to find so the real thing is we need to invest in our education yeah because people are thinking of crazy scenarios where cars are going to ping pong and kill 15 people. <laughs> Not if we have lots of coders to make sure they don't do that. We gotta, we gotta put the work in now, guys. We gotta find the coders. We gotta educate these fools. I just don't. It's just a crazy scenario. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but people will be out of a job, and eventually that burden will be like somebody will have to take that burden. Mm. Probably the government. If anything, like the best way to do it would be like a, some sort of tax. On these automatic car companies that are making these huge profits yeah if they make those huge profits to pay for the consequence of their actions but let's look at history the oil industry didn't pay for climate change it's probably not is, gonna, they're probably not going to pay for this, this brings up another point of the fact that if we are talking about this very real possibility of having a skills shortage in the you know autonomous car sector then the likelihood is that the quality is going to drop of these cars to meet demand because everybody's going to have to have a self-driving car because otherwise what are they going to do this is already an issue with ev cars the fact that the car companies literally cannot get the products out quickly enough because you know we've got issues with silicon chips we've got issues with batteries we can't we can't get the stuff out quickly enough so even though there's demand there so that means either the quality's got to drop or we've got to do something else to get the supply chain. But if an AI-driven car is, you know, churned out as some just rubbish kind of half-assed attempt at a self-driving car, who's saying that that's not going to have massive defects that cause more accidents and more deaths? You just don't know. And if there's nobody controlling that, if there's no government being like, right, we need to educate people so that they can take these jobs, we need to regulate these things so that they definitely can't kill people because they're shoddily made, well, there is regulation. There is it's regulation, but I have a friend who had a car 
that would cut out while she was on the motorway. It would just, the engine would cut out when she was going 70 miles an hour down the motorway and she'd have to turn the key on and off. That should never have been allowed in circulation, but yet it was. Well, she should tell, well, okay, there's gonna be some faulty cars. Was that like a problem with every one of those car models or just her specific I, I, I don't know, but it's an issue. Because they do recalls. They do mass recalls when there's a big defect. Mm. But how many people have to die before that happens? Uh, Probably a significant amount. Exactly. So how is that fixing the problem? If loads of people, if we're adding people dying in a different way to try to fix people dying in this way, like how's that fixing the problem, making it better? That's just adding a gadget into the mix. Look, there's going to have to be regulation around it. Is that regulation going to be robust enough that these problems are going to be taken care of beforehand? Likely no. No. Considering the history. They love doing things. It should be. It should be. And if more people talk about it, it could be, but I doubt it. Because mm. it, there's too much money involved. There's too much profit involved. Too much lobbying. Elon Musk really needs a bigger... Look, Elon Musk, he needs that yacht, all right? <laughs> we need to get him that he yacht. He must be bored with yachts by now. He must have 70-odd. Well, that's why he's going to space, all right? That's Look, true. Man, he wants when, to own the moon as well. Gets, no, wait, sorry. He wants to own Mars. Man, <laughs> when a rich man gets bored, so much shit is possible. That's true. Know? At least he's trying to People use his get, powers for good. You know. <laughs> is he? Okay, come on. We don't need to have a conversation about if Elon Musk is using his powers for good. First of all, he doesn't have powers. And second of all, no to every part of that statement. <laughs> There's no way he's using his powers for good. He went to space out of a vanity race with Jeff Bezos. Well, I mean, yeah, it's all self-aggrandizement. But a lot of, you know, great technology is about self-aggrandizement. Like, wh- why do people invent otherwise? They don't do it for the betterment of man, do they? They do it for the betterment of themselves. Just give themselves a pat on the back. Like, look at this great thing I invented. Like, that's just how things work. And you kind of have to embrace that mentality because otherwise stuff wouldn't happen. If people didn't have huge you know, egos, we wouldn't probably be as advanced as we are. We'd be chipping rocks in the freaking Stone Age. You know who like led the internet revolution? Like what industry led the internet revolution? Who? Porn? I think you... Hondo <laughs> yeah, P. Porn. Porn, <laughs> porn is on the onset of every great idea. Internet. They led in that. VR, they're leading in that. They just everything oh VR porn sounds horrifying i know this is like going off on a tangent but can we just say that that sounds horrifying have you done vr porn before no and i don't want to that sounds awful (laughs) that sounds disorientating and horrible so in college i had this like samsung phone and you could buy this accessory that came with a phone that you could watch vr stuff so a bunch of my friends came over and naturally we all decided to watch porn (laughs) because that's what a bunch of men do why so we watched a bunch of because naturally why is that a thing you do with your friends that's so weird well it wasn't like it wasn't like we're watching them well we are watching them watch it's more like we're just like hey put you just beavis and butt-heading it and just giggling so somebody puts it on they're like whoa bro you see all this shit i'm like dude you look like a fucking idiot (laughs) about to get suffocated by some gigantuan boobs like yeah sounds super fun doesn't sound horrifying well, at all. Like, you have to have very... This is completely off topic. But you have to have very <laughs> specific cameras that, like, shoot every direction. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay. And you watch it. So, like, a pano- so, like, panoramic every- camera. Yeah. yeah. So, you can look around, and then you can look down, and it doesn't feel right, because that's not your body. Yeah. So, it's just... It's like those it's 360 um, YouTube videos. They're really... They're awesome. They're completely confusing and disorientating, but it, the technology is amazing. Well, those are meant for VR. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, VR porn is... (laughs) It is going to happen. 
it's just pathetic because it's so involved right like a porn is immediately a shameful activity nobody watches porn like man i did a great job today <laughs> you hate you regret it immediately but then like a vr thing you have to put on the headset it's like it's so involved yeah, it's a and, little like, bit it's a little take... bit too far in my opinion i think you're a little bit too into it if you're if you're doing that <laughs> It's just my it's personal just opinion. So like, you, you, you need a hobby. No. You need a different hobby. <laughs> that is their hobby. Yeah, unfortunately. It's just so sad. Because then you have to take it off, and when you're done, you have to, like... You're like, oh, God, the real world, decision. it's nowhere near as bright and awesome. Yeah, just don't do VR porn. No. You'll get... If you get down that rabbit hole, it's not a good idea. <laughs> okay, so back to the topic. <laughs> I think we should just continue having a conversation about VR porn the implication of porn I mean what can We're you do in a car time. when you're not driving it watch VR porn obviously like that's gonna be the next frontier of porn doing it in a VR car there there is gonna be a subset of porn where people <laughs> fuck in a VR <laughs> oh my gosh yeah there'll be like live streams oh my god that's definitely gonna be a thing I know I've said it but that will 100% be a thing like rule 34 of the internet hey guys, we're, <laughs> we're going to Hawaii tonight me and my girlfriend are going to Hawaii in this autom- well, Hawaii you can't drive an automatic car to Hawaii you can in uh, Montana, Bojack Horseman <laughs> that's different let's go live in that universe anyway but anyway if you're driving to Montana you can you can fuck that's a benefit that's a benefit it would make the drive a lot more interesting you're right very much more interesting <laughs> anyway nobody writing great so, novels or anything or you know doing their homework or something just porn all porn First of all, homework, why is that the first thought you have? <laughs> oh, I have all this free time. Let me well, do I've some got free homework. time. Why don't I be productive? Like, if I if I didn't have to work, you know, drive my car every morning, I'd definitely be working on my novel. Like, that's not even a question. Or I'd be reading a book. Like, why would you just sit there and just it. twiddle your thumbs? You might as well just be unconscious somewhere if you're going to be just lazy and do nothing. Welcome to most of humanity. Yeah, I know. What, what a waste of time. <laughs> not anybody listening you're not terrible no no because you're here listening to this podcast so you are automatically awesome and deep i, I wouldn't go so far as to say automatically <laughs> awesome but you know, no you might be a terrible person towards... also listening to this but you know we're not gonna judge we're gonna be like the self-driving car and just assume that you're a face on no, a body i will judge <laughs> i will judge so much i will silently judge but it will happen anyway so self-driving cars mm-hmm end of the story do you agree disagree should it happen um again i'm on the fence i don't know because i think there definitely are benefits to it but at the end of the day i also think there are a lot of real consequence to it same as you know social media or like you know other other things that have been rolled out on mass and aren't having great effects on people i think the benefits outweigh the consequences yeah I mean, but people could say that, again, I know I keep bringing up social media, but people say that social media has a lot of, like, you know, benefits. It's good for communication. It's good for marketing. It's good for transparency in business. But at the same time, there's some really negative consequences, such as people being affected by mental health, people procrastinating, people, you know, ruining their lives by saying stupid shit when they were 14 and somebody digging it up 20 years later and then you know destroying their lives over it like it's got a lot of consequences even if you don't think so i hate social media yeah i I think instagram is basically instagram is basically softcore porn well it's just a you know it's it's literally like if you were gonna put procrastinating in the dictionary you should just 
paste Instagram in there. It's just a waste of time. It is scrolling actually... through crap all day. And that's like, people make that a full-time job. Like, I don't know how people maintain an Instagram presence without have with you know and have any time to do anything else like it is literally a full-time job it's not the worst like my mom actually learns a lot about the world from instagram she's like oh the queen died yeah because like when the queen died i was like hey did you hear about this she's like oh yeah the queen died i'm like how the fuck do you know this already the thing like, is in terms of communication care. obviously it's great because you can get a message to the other side of the world in literally seconds but there's also negative consequences and like that's my issue with it that i don't think the negative consequences that are ones that we you know we don't even have to wait till the future we've already discussed negative consequences and i don't think those are going to be addressed before this is like rolled out i think they're just going to roll with it do whatever they want and then when there's actual consequences that are pretty bad they'll just be like oh well or they'll do like you know a 60 minutes episode about oh how it was bad and we should have thought about it but you know, we could have thought about it before we did it. <laughs> you know, we had yeah, we but, had foresight, we just didn't use it. Yeah, but money, you know. Well, yeah, money, money so nice. money's always the, the king, isn't it? And money's always the most important thing. It really is. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I'm so glad somebody finally said it. <laughs> to summarize, automatic cars will happen one day. They will kill someone one day. And you just have to reconcile that in your head and be live with it. That's a I'm sorry. Horrifying statement, but I have to agree. It will. It just will. Look, it, there's gonna be benefits. They're gonna be great, and you're gonna love them. And when somebody dies, <laughs> and it's not you, you're gonna be like, yeah. But then I got to eat my taco while I was driving. That was really nice. And then you're gonna forget <laughs> about it the next day. That's how things go. That is true. In the world. That's so sad, but it's so true. <laughs> Like yeah, there was a there was a fifty car pileup because uh, a truck malfunctioned. Like yeah, but I got to eat this dank enchilada on my way to work, so it's like, who cares, man? <laughs> when there's a fifty car pileup, the first thought most people have is like, oh man, that must have been a lot of traffic that day. Yeah, not oh no, <laughs> the all these people first... died probably horribly. Like oh damn, I better miss the four o five today. <laughs> because when you're driving down and there's a that's a benefit of automatic cars. You won't have to think about that as much. That's true. That's true. You won't have to think about anything. So, it's almost know. like you won't even have to use your brain. Oh, that'd be nice. Thank you for saying it. Again, it's <laughs> great ideas all around. <laughs> yeah, who cares about, you know, mandated stupidity and mental anyway. atrophy? Who cares? <laughs> Just keep going. It's fine. It really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. No. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that was the first episode i guess yeah it was bad probably but you listened to it anyway we so tried you, i guess we really tried oh we had an outro planned i, I don't know how to put it in though Do you want to say it Sam? i guess so <laughs> for those of for those who's i can't even say it dude <laughs> Let me try again. All right, Let me so try again. The... For those who this episode right, enlightened, just... congratulations. For those whose day it ruined, welcome to life. That was it. That was it. That was that was the whole thing. <laughs> I think we should close every episode by saying that was it. That was Very it. Awesome. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> the right, podcast bye. ended. Bye. <laughs> bye. Go live your life. Get off the sofa and go do something, man. Maybe try out that VR porn we talked about. Exactly. I think the... if anybody's going to take anything from this episode, it's the VR porn. They'd just be like, I didn't know that was a thing. I need to go search that shit out. Oh, everybody knew that was. At the very least, it'll be an interesting experience. <laughs> Sounds horrible genuinely horrible anyway all right bye join us next time <laughs> bye yeah bye guys